Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females. Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best you take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it down. Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know. And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide. Hello! Hi! Good morning, afternoon. Do you just tell everyone what you just did? No. <laughs> <laughs> We make some um, podcast notes just to make sure that it flows a little bit better. And we kind of put like next to each bit, like who's saying what, what bit. It's not scripted, like it's literally just little notes. And I thought it said that 28,508 people had already inputted the steps. I was like, <laughs> this podcast is going better than I expected. We've well, got three and a half thousand followers. Not only did you do that, listeners. but you just sat and waited for me to start the podcast, even though it was your goal. Oh, is that what you wanted me to tell them? Both. Oh, well, they know both now, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish we'd had 28,508 people like listening to the podcast. That would be delightful. We it? have had 200 of you, though, download it. At least. Which is really lovely, so thank you so much. Mental. We really appreciate it. Do you know what? It's one of those things when people are, oh, I wasn't expecting this response. Genuinely was. Genuinely not. <laughs> Didn't know it was going to get us 200 If you fancy leaving us a review because you've enjoyed it, because I feel like lots of people sent me really lovely messages about the podcast. Mm, it really nice. does help us if you leave a review um, on the podcast. So we'd really, we'd really very much appreciate it. Really very much. Really very much. Um, but the re- there, there is a relevance to the number 28,508. That is the amount of steps that have currently been logged on the website. Yes, people started updating the steps a little bit. We knew it would take a while before people jumped on it. In fact, somebody actually went on on episode one, like about an hour after it had been released and updated yeah, the steps. Yeah, updated the steps, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. But... Um, I know for a fact that there's more people been listening to it and going out for walks because they've actually messaged me and told me, but then they've yeah. not updated the steps. So make sure you update your steps because, like we said, when we hit some certain numbers, there might be some nice little giveaways. We get a DM saying, oh, that's such a good idea. That would yeah. be like 8,000 steps in. And I'm like, we've not put it on the website. Not on the website. Get in with a chance of winning. Might win something. Do you know what I think we need to do? Yeah. Tell people what the prize is going to be. So do you know what I think we need to do? Yeah. Decide what the prize is going to be. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like you're dropping us in here. We're not deciding what it is going to be yet. We'll decide what it's going to be. It could be a car. <laughs> it's going to be a car. You can tell we've not discussed this. Well, uh, it might be a holiday. Trip oh. to the moon. Yes. Phil is going to buy you out of his own pocket a trip to the moon. Do you know yeah. someone once bought me a star? With the... mm. And here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. I feel like it's I'm been word of the week on all the podcasts. We're not a, like a vocabulary podcast. Shrill, that is in my, if you used to say, what do you think shrill is, Phil? I think it is a little animal that lives <laughs> in the sea. <laughs> I couldn't say that. <laughs> Honestly, I nearly just jumped in and um, like said, you're going to say it's a sea creature, aren't you? You said a little, well, I wouldn't say sea creature, but yeah. <laughs> It's not more aggressive if than it's it is. shrill, it's like loud and piercing noise. That's weird because I don't imagine shrills to be loud and piercing. I imagine it to be little, like a little baby shrill. 
Isn't there something called something very similar? Potentially. Anyway. We've got a lot of things mixed Today, up, podcast. Oh, yeah, we're doing one of them, haven't we? <laughs> Talking about... Oh, tension. You've already read it on the thing, you know, homework. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> we'll put the title of something completely different. What, just from off? And then they won't want to come and listen about homework because they think it's about whatever you've told them it's about. When a trip to the moon. (laughs) (laughs) Homework. Yeah, we feel like it's pretty relevant at the moment with um, us all being confined to our homes. Unless you're listening in Wales, gyms have just reopened. Oh, I'm so jealous. Although they're shut first. The the irony of it is, I whinge so much about getting to the gym. Every day. Every day. I do love it when I'm there. I'm mm. just like a bit lazy, so I can never bother getting there. I've stopped responding now to Jen on the way to the gym. <laughs> she used to like say, oh, I just don't know if I'm fancy it today, I don't think I'm bothered. So like me being me was like coming up with strategies and where we could do it. I'm at a point now she says, oh, I can't bother, I'm like, I don't care, let's just get to the gym. <laughs> You're coming anyway, so it's pointless me coming up with a strategy. Let's just walk to the gym. Because I guarantee she walks out the gym, oh, really good session. Every time, that. every time I do mm-hmm. it, I can never be bothered going and I always get there and love it. But like, don't know what it is. I'm just in a proper little row at the moment with it. And just in case she was wondering, we don't live like 25 miles away from the gym. It's up the road. I enjoy the walk to the gym. It's just the fact that you're going to the gym that you hate, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's such a barrier. But it get, you get there. I get there, I do mm-hmm. get there. And I still get it done. I suppose it's like the washing up, isn't it? No one likes doing the washing yeah. up. No one likes going doing the washing up. No one I mean, enjoys I don't the enjoy, process. No, I don't enjoy. I do enjoy no, it when it's done. But when you get, oh, I'm so glad. No, but I enjoy the process of the gym once I'm there. It's just getting there. I don't know what it is. That's true. I just don't like getting there. Mm. I'm just, I just like the coach. Right. So home workouts, Jen. Anyway. Yeah. Home workouts. Home workouts. They've got a bit of a bad reputation, haven't they? I think. Um. Yeah. I think they've got a bit of a. Um, I don't know, something attached to my home workouts just generally aren't good. We hear a lot. They're just not good. But they... I think that usually comes from people who like to go to the gym, doesn't it? Yeah, I think it's that big change that they dislike more than yeah. anything, isn't it? But then they attach this hatred towards a home workout itself. Because usually the people who are lifting weights don't like doing a typical... What I, I did it at court, so I forgot yeah. where I'm going. Very podcast. <laughs> Don't like a typical what a home workout would look like. What do you mean, sorry? Like, I feel like people, when people think home workouts, people think put a YouTube video on, throw yourself around the room for right. a little bit. Right, 100%. That's, I think that's what most people, if most people read that home workouts, they would have gone, oh, YouTube video, throw myself around for a little bit. Yes. That's yeah. like your typical, what you think of a, as a home workout, isn't it? Yeah, it's like eating a really badly made fried egg. And then deciding you don't like eggs. What? It's like eating a really badly made fried egg. Right. And then just deciding you don't like eggs. Okay, so someone might cook a really good version. Yeah. And you'd like it. Or it might be a different version of an egg, like a poached egg. And you might go, oh, I actually do. I do like poached eggs. Do you know what I mean? All right, so you do it a different way. Oh, I see. Right, so Phil's wrote egg analogy on the thing. Mm. And I didn't have a clue what it was and he wouldn't tell me. And he wanted my reaction and I'm liking it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. I like this. So you've got an egg. Yeah. You can do one thing with it, and you might not like it. And you might you might not like it because it's not done. You have a right. You have a very good point because I don't like a fried egg. Exactly. I really don't like a fried egg. egg? Give me a poached egg any day. Scrambled egg, favourite. Why not? Put oh dippy egg, Mm. even better. But here's another perspective. Right. Maybe you've just never had a good fried egg. Good point. Yeah. Because when I met you, I didn't like steak. Correct. 
but I think it's just because I hadn't like had steak cooked well for me before. See, there we go. Can't say the same about beef. No. <laughs> Phil convinced me this weekend that I'd have a roast because I don't like roasts. There'll um, be a lot of people listening now going, you do realise that steak is beef, but... Oh, yeah, but it's a different way. <laughs> right, it's different. Again, you like steak. You Good like point. Steak. Right, so I'll just prove my own point. You just don't like the beef joint? No, I did not like the beef joint. Right. And I made some terrible gravy to go with it. Yeah. Who knew that gravy granules were so salty? Jen made watered down salt, basically, didn't you? Yeah, right, so what I did was... Don't we took, an eye. We took... <laughs> we horrendous. put the, the beef in the slow cooker and put it in a nice... Um, Red wine, something or other. Red wine shoe. You have no sauce. idea what that is. No clue. And then, I think a shoe is something that you like drip around the yeah, side, I think isn't it? Is. It wasn't a red wine shoe. It, was, it wasn't. <laughs> red wine sauce. And we made the gravy out of it and I was like, I'll put some gravy granules in it to thicken it up and it didn't thicken up so I kept putting more gravy granules in and then suddenly it was really thick and really, really salty. It's like salty play though, wasn't it? Was it was literally the worst meal ever. Mm. I didn't eat any of the beef and I didn't eat any of the gravy. Yeah, so the reason that you probably don't like home workouts has nothing to do with what I've just spoken about. <laughs> but hopefully now you know what Jen likes to eat. You have an insight into my diet. Yeah, the point I was trying to make is there is so many different options available to you with home workouts. There's so many different things you can do and people tend to do one version of that endless list and then go, right, that's it, not for me. Don't like home workouts because I've tried one version of it. Um, and as blunt as it sounds, it was just that thing you didn't like. It doesn't yeah. mean you don't like anything. There's loads of different things you can do, isn't there? Because, like, are we allowed to say names? It depends whose name you're going to say my name. Um, the Waddy Coach. The Waddy Coach? Let's just say that, yeah. <laughs> well, I think I think people in lockdown obviously got involved with the Joe Wick stuff last time, didn't Oh, the Waddy Coach, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so confused. Though. I'll try and make it like right. Alright. They're like the video sometimes on the radio where they like say it but they just say words that rhyme with it so you don't actually know what it is but they're not saying it. You should but have I like the Coddy boat or something. Yeah, like. that's what I was trying to do, but I couldn't think quickly. Never mind. Anyway, a lot of people got involved with that and then was like, No, this is horrific. Mm. I did one of them when I was back at school and yeah, I agree, it was horrific. So if I tried to do one of them as my home workouts, I probably wouldn't have continued because it was Hard, <laughs> like really hard. Um. Anyway, there's lots of different types, isn't there, Phil? There is, there's tons. So you've got the typical YouTube videos such as Joe Wicks, and if the it Coddy works, Watch. the Coddy Watch. <laughs> if it works for you, that that's fine. Mm. Um. But like that type of thing. Um. Or you've got just simple body weight workouts, workouts with kind of basic pieces of equipment. I know some people manage to get hold of some bits of things like dumbbells and kettlebells and dumbbell. stuff yeah uh yoga running a bit of mobility or stretching type stuff we're making the most of that aren't we yeah definitely we're using that we, we've got we're doing something called Romwad, which is kind of like a not related to the waddy coach no <laughs> it's like a mix of like yoga slash mobility isn't it there's yeah. like a bit of breathing going on but it's more like stretching mobility based stuff isn't it it's good though um we're doing that daily Mm -hmm. um but i feel like it comes down to finding what you enjoy i think this rule goes for like general exercise just outside of home workouts doesn't it people create this like big divide between a gym workout and a home workout and i think like if you've if you're using weights in your home you're just doing a gym workout, like, yeah, that's the difference. Less doing a gym workout in your home, yeah. Yeah, you just don't have a leg press or a squat rack, but yeah. you don't need one. 
Um, but you I think it's like the limited weight, but like if you're kind of a beginner gym person, then it wouldn't make a difference no. to us, which a lot of the people who we work with are kind of gym newbies and not been working well, for years in a gym, have they? Do you know what? I'd go even further than that. I've muted mine, so it must be yours, Jane. It's mine this week. It's yours this week. Jane. I did that right close to the microphone, sorry about that. Apologise for Jen screaming down your ear. Um, yeah, I'd go a lot further than that. I'd say it's not even just beginners. I would say everyone, unless there's actually only one group of people who have to do specific lifts, and that's powerlifters. That's mm. it. And I won't really Oh, no, sorry, I was going on a bit like progressing. Like, if you've been lifting for ages, and then, like, say, for example, I was doing, <laughs> I just bring myself up for a minute, mm. well, 90 kg hip thrusts. Yeah. Whoa. Like, I've not got 90 kilograms at all. No, but you could. That's what I mean. You could just buy a barbell and oh, yeah, like, it could be done. But yeah. it wouldn't matter because yeah, there's, there's ways of changing it, isn't there? There's, there there's is. alternatives. But if you're a powerlifter, which I mean, imagine nobody listens to this podcast is. If you are, probably not for you. No, but <laughs> for those, they have to do squats, bench press and deadlift. That's their three big lifts. They have to do it. They don't have an alternative. Whereas for you, who's been doing a 90kg hip thrust... We can't replicate that because we don't have a 90 kg bar, but we can do what we did yesterday, mm-hmm. which was single leg glute bridges. Yes. Which burnt, and you felt it a lot in the area you wanted to feel it. And it was difficult, yeah. wasn't it? So what I'm saying is, it doesn't really matter your experience. Sometimes it's more of a case of just thinking outside the box and working out what the alternative mm-hmm. is. And in saying that, like, um, we were just saying, I think we said we said this before the podcast started, didn't we? That um, we don't. I can't do another one today because yeah. I need I need to rest today because. My shoulders are in bits. I woke up, my glutes were <laughs> falling off the bed. <laughs> yeah, so we've been working hard still at home, and that was only our first one. And it was body weight. We added like what, five to ten kilos? Yeah, just because we had a few. We we did the classic thing of telling everyone else to get the weights and forgot to get them for ourselves. We've got a couple of We've got, but we got a couple of improvising. Anyway, all about enjoyment and also a little bit about kind of what your goals are. Because mm-hmm. if you're looking to kind of tone up, grow a bit of muscle, then you are going to want to put that kind of resistance in it and going about doing hit and throwing yourself around isn't going to get you to where you want to get to um but mostly it's about kind of um that enjoyment really when it comes to exercise isn't it and we can say it's home workouts we can say it's just general exercise and just i think that's where i came from isn't it i think before i met phil i would be going to like gym classes, I know that's obviously not relevant right now, but particularly I think my main focus was running at that point of my life. Um, But I hated it. Honestly, I absolutely hated it. And I'm not just talking about like, I didn't want to do it and when I got started it was all right. I absolutely hated it. I hated getting up. I hated all the run because I have a super like overactive mind a lot of the times and I found it mind-numbing like my brain the repetitiveness for me just did not work and I got bored I, I, I injured myself um which still affects me now doesn't it mm-hmm. I got a, a, a knee injury because I run a bit funny and I didn't know at the time picture Phoebe on friends I even got like special shoes fitted as well and that didn't help I got the what's it called gait gait analysis oh yeah um, I got that done and got like special shoes and I still managed to injure myself. So it's just not for me and I was never going to keep that up because I didn't enjoy it and I think 
although I say like I don't like getting to the gym the reason I keep going back and I'm still able to do it is because I do actually really enjoy it when I'm there like I love lifting weights I, I love feeling strong and I found the thing that works for me and I love swimming as well that's my new kind of thing I've always loved swimming but I've never like used it as part of my exercise routine um so it's about kind of trying different things until you find the thing that you do love and you can get consistent with because unless you love it you're never gonna keep going back and doing it no instead of just writing it all off and deciding not yeah or another one if you're looking to like tone up and grow a bit of muscle and you're running all the time and you're losing weight but you're looking a bit like a marathon runner mm-hmm. there's not really got much to them they're just kind of generally straight up and down that's yeah. the physique of a marathon runner because that's the most optimal yeah. physique for like if you're a marathon runner you're going to run 20 plus miles regularly holding on to a lot of muscle is not beneficial is it it's not no. going to help you run any quicker it's going to that's why when you look at sprinters they tend to be quite powerful because they need power in order to yeah. push themselves quickly don't they um, and I think Jen's touched on a good point about finding that enjoyment and finding something that you think you can be consistent with. But for me personally right now, I think the best thing you can do is to not try and find the best thing you can do, which sounds really backwards, but so many people don't get started because they're trying to find the best thing that's going to work for them. So they're thinking, well, should I do hit? Should I do resistance training? Should I do yoga? Should I just run? And because of that, they're just constantly arguing with themselves about what the best thing is to do. And they never get started. Now, instead of doing that, what I would advise is use this time now to work out, can you do, and I'll have to, you know, I can't say what numbers, you know, they're different for everybody, but can you do X amount of training per day, X X amount of times per week? Practice the discipline of getting it done. So forget about trying to find the best workout and think more about how many times can I work out and be disciplined with it. If there was one thing that I could ask from a client, it's discipline because I can teach everything else because I can get a client to understand about training, about nutrition, about mindset, about lifestyle, about how to change things. But if someone's not disciplined to do the things that they need to do, they'll never move forward. So right now that you have all this time available and it's working out what can you do. So for you, it might be saying, right, well, I can do 30 minutes a day, three times a week, and I can discipline myself to do that. Don't argue with yourself and say, well, what if that's not enough? Well, doing less than that isn't going to be any more, is it? Like I see so many people say, well, I've only got five minutes a day, so I do not. That doesn't make sense. It's like you're doing five minutes less than you've got. If you've got five minutes, do five minutes, make it the best five minutes, like have an amazing five minutes, go and do it. And if you don't think it's enough, Zero minutes certainly isn't enough either. So forget the best. Stop trying to find the best workout. Stop trying to find the best movement. Stop trying to find the best approach. Just be disciplined with whatever it is you're doing. Whether that's yoga, whether that's stretching, whether it's bodyweight workouts, whether it's hip workouts. Like I've got my own biased opinion against them for many different reasons. But if you find that you're going to be disciplined with it and you are going to do it three times a week for half an hour, then stay disciplined with it and have that as your thing. And I think it's important to say as well, like we're, we expect clients to be disciplined, but there's also that level of support that we provide them mm-hmm. to help them be disciplined. So like planning it in, getting yourself prepared, making it easier, all of those things will help you be disciplined. So there are things that you can implement that help you be disciplined as well, isn't there? And I think one thing that I've kind of been saying to clients either 
if you have been um in the gym then protect that time so for example myself and phil we block out two till four four times a week to go to the gym so we're protecting that time and you might have seen on my instagram stories me talking about this that we're using that time now to do a home workout we're doing mobility because we've got the homeworks home workout isn't taking quite as long as our gym workouts were um and then we're doing a half hour walk because we would usually walk to the gym and back which takes us 15 minutes there and back so we're still getting that same level of movement but if you maybe weren't moving before lockdown and you want to use this time to move it's a really really good time when you've not got many other things to think about it's looking at right where have i got time in my day think about maybe if think if you've been working in an office or you're working and you've closed and you're now in lockdown think about right where do i have time to put this exercise in because i'm not thinking about work right now or i've got less things to think about work so can I find the time that when we transition out of lockdown, I'll have created this habit of say putting half an hour exercising uh, from like seven till half seven before I go to work. And that is that habit's then created so that when you move back to work, you can keep up that habit. Mm-hmm. It's a really good time to just start protecting a certain time of day for movement or exercise, whatever it is. Um, and then using that to help you as you transition out of lockdown or even if you're working from home quite a lot now just finding that time and using this time to start disciplining yourself as phil said to have a specific time of day that is utilized for working out Mm -hmm. absolutely i think it'll provide you with more progress than you actually realize as Mm -hmm. well because not all progress is physical, not all progress is about making changes to your body, it's about making changes to your lifestyle. So as Jen said, blocking out that time might be something that you've never done before. So that could be your goal for the next week. It could even weeks. be that if you um, don't really move much, it might not even be as complicated as any of the things we've mentioned. No. It might be as straightforward as if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts, just getting out for a walk, that, that might be enough for you right now to um, commit some time to getting out for a walk. And if you do believe that you don't have the time to do it, it's probably 99 times out of 100 because you haven't planned in that time to do it. We can all get to 10, 11 o'clock at night and go, oh, I've not moved yet. But that's because at no point during the day did we plan to move. Yeah. So time blocking has so many different benefits. But one of the big ones I think is you get stuff done. Mm. You become more proactive and more productive with your actual activities. So when you sort of say, oh, I've not really got the time to do things. So I didn't have the time to do time blocking. It's like, well, that's because you've not done it in the first place. You almost sometimes need to forget about something you're doing mm-hmm. for an hour and just, you know, realize that you need to take control of your own time. Nobody else is going to do it for you, especially not now that you're working from home. And this again comes back to finding the discipline to just sit down for 30 to 40 minutes and working out what it is you need to do on a daily basis. And you might think, oh, that's gonna be quite time consuming. But right now, you don't feel like you've got any time at all. Mm. This will bring you back a few hours every single day to do things that you I think you said something really important there as well that we've not necessarily touched on, and that um, it probably is harder to motivate yourself to work mm-hmm. uh, work from home, uh, to exercise at home, because that is a relaxing environment for you typically. And 
it might be good that you, if you're struggling to um, do something inside, that you try and give something that's outside a goal so that you're changing your environment or you try and create a space that's just for workouts that's mm. separate to your office and your living room and have that separate space that you can associate with exercise. Like we've just turned our conservatory into a bit of a workout space because we're not really using it much at the moment because it's a bit cold. So, um, and by the way, it doesn't need to be complicated. When no. Jen says we turn it into a workout space, we put two mats on yeah. the floor. <laughs> yeah, I made that same well fancy. We haven't built a gym. <laughs> <laughs> we cleaned it yeah. because it was full of the decorating stuff yeah. and put two mats on the That's floor. That's it. But if you was to walk in there now, you'd go, yeah, it looks like a workout space. There's yeah. two mats on the floor. Doesn't need to be complicated, no. does it? Um, but it works really well for us because when I open that door and go to the conservatory, I know I'm going to do a workout. Yeah. Like I know I'm not going to sit in there and chill yeah. with a bird. I know I'm going to do something that's active. So, so maybe maybe take a room that you don't really use much and see what you can do with it. To clear a bit of space in there and make it like a dedicated yeah. space to do a bit of movement. And if you listen to this podcast and you're thinking, oh, I've not done any of this, I've not done anything, it's fine. And I am going to big up what me and Jen do a little bit here. So, And I don't apologise for that because we put the graft in when it happened. But when lockdown got announced or that it was going to happen it was in advance we didn't all of a sudden find out that we was in lockdown and it's situations like this where you you know we can't go back and change it but we had the opportunity to think right we're probably going to go in lockdown I think it was on the Wednesday wasn't it mm. but it got announced on like the Friday and it even got announced on like the Tuesday that he might be announcing it on the Friday so we've got yeah. so much time so my, me and Jen's or our reaction was right. Well, let's work out how we can provide our clients with what they're gonna need if it happens. You know, there was a chance Boris would come out and say, "No, you're not going in lockdown." Mm. And then would that work have been wasted? Absolutely not. Because at least it was there just in case. But we went away, and the first thing we did is go right. In about seven to ten days' time, every single client is gonna need a home workout. All those that are at the gym are gonna need a home workout. So we went away and worked out exactly what it is we needed to do in order to make sure that they had that. And that was our like, that was our big goal for about 48 to 72 hours, wasn't it? It was like yeah. transitioning everybody across to it, providing the right things to people to make sure that it was at their level and that they was going to enjoy it and they was going to adhere to it. And like I said, there was the opportunity that Boris would come out and say, you're not in lockdown, but at least it was there and ready. And I think what a lot of people do instead is, instead of being proactive, now don't get me wrong, it's our job, so of course we was proactive with it. But instead of being proactive with it, they're very reactive. So it got announced on the Wednesday that we might be going into lockdown. Boris announced on Friday that we would be going into lockdown on the Wednesday and that the gyms would be shutting. And everyone kept training, it got to Wednesday. And then they woke up Thursday morning and I went, oh, the gyms are shut, what am I gonna do? Yeah. But it's been a week, you've had seven days and that's not me having a go because I appreciate life gets in the way. And, you know, I think a lot of people are difficult. stuck with not knowing what to do as well. It's yeah. that like, eh, what do I do now? Because my normal routine's gone and, and I'm only doing what somebody else told me to do because I've got, gone to a class or mm. I've had a PT and they're not giving me any guidance and I don't really know what to do now, all that's been taken away. So I understand and it's natural Absolutely. to feel like that. But then it always comes back to me, that idea of sometimes people will hit that point of, well, I don't really know what to do. So instead of working out, I did nothing. Instead of reaching mm -hmm. out and asking someone, I did nothing. Instead of going on Google, I did nothing. Instead of scrolling down Phil and Jen's Instagram where there's so much information, I did nothing. And the information's out there and sometimes you do have to do a little bit of research or you might have to reach out, which again, isn't easy, I get that totally. But it's sometimes about doing that, you know, going that extra yard and working out, right, well, the gyms are going to show mm -hmm. in a week's time. I've got seven days to work out. Either I'm going to work it out, I'm going to get some help from somebody else, or I'm going to do something. But if you woke up Thursday morning and 
I was like, oh, I don't really know what to do. Mm. I don't think the issue is not knowing what to do. It's the issue of not reaching out sooner the previous week. Now, we can't go back in time. So the goal is right now, if you're listening to this, thinking, oh, I've still not got anything sorted. I still don't know what to do. Just reach out. Yeah. It doesn't have to be to us. Like, I know it's with our podcast. And of course, <laughs> we're going to say, oh, we're the best. Reach out to us. In general, do something. If you take anything from this, something will always be better than nothing. Yeah. Forever. It will always be better than nothing. It might not be optimal. It might not be the best thing that you need to be doing, but I guarantee you 100%, if you do five minutes of something, it will be better than doing five minutes of absolutely nothing. It will get you further, even if it's only 1% every month further, it will progress your own. I think think what's important with one of the things that we do is like we take we think about when, when we're adapting the whole workouts we're thinking about what our clients enjoyed doing so for those who were in the gym and lifting weights and enjoyed lifting weights it was important that we created workouts that replicated those feelings um, and I think you made quite a lot of tweaks I remember particularly in the first lockdown I remember Laura messaging you about one exercise that you put in which was essentially like you had socks on and something slippy on a slippy floor mm-hmm. and like you push your feet out slowly didn't you and then until like as far as you could go and then brought them back in yeah i remember her messaging us about that like saying how she didn't think she could feel stuff like that from a home workout yeah and it's shelk, about it's called it's called what shelk shelk mm-hmm. there we go fancy terminology mm-hmm. So always provided supine hip extension supine hip extension like uh, there you go if you want to uh, go and look at that you can do now with your socks on <laughs> with your socks on yeah but it's it's about replicating those feelings of what we know that they'd enjoyed mm-hmm. in the gym and making some tweaks and changes because you you did a lot of stuff on like tempo and pauses and yeah like that. and again it's that adapting to the situation like we were talking about Laura then Laura at the minute is leg pressing 190 kilos i can't replicate 190 kilo leg press without a leg press that's physically impossible like for those who don't know laura doesn't have a leg press in the garage or in a house Mm -hmm. so not gonna be able to get to do that but what we can do is we can try and find that same feeling within the body by really slowing down the movement so instead of trying to do a hundred squats in a minute in theory we're doing as little amount of squats as possible mm. so taking five six seven like 10 seconds to get to the bottom of a squat they're really slowing it down almost to a point where it feels tedious till you get to the bottom of that squat and then getting to the bottom of the squat and holding not bouncing straight back up again spend two three four seconds at the bottom of that squat and then push up nice and quick that's one rep and it's taking you 15 to 18 seconds. Oh, I was doing that yesterday. You grew some yeah. And you'll do one rep and go, oh, that felt really difficult. Like that was genuinely tough on my lower body. And what I find is some people actually come out of the gym, do things like this, feel the muscle working more. And then when they go back in the gym, they adapt everything they was doing because they yeah. go back on the leg press and go, do you know what? This is actually easier than when I was doing it body weight. That isn't right. Yeah. It shouldn't be easier for me to push 100 plus kilos. I think it's a really good time now, actually, and something that we pushed clients with last time to be working on technique. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. Really nailing your technique so that when you go back into the gym, you can go back in with improved technique. And I think that's a really, really good way to utilise it because I know we got loads of clients sending videos of what they were doing and you were sending things back to them. And, it worked really well and I think a lot of people kind of came back to us and said actually like you just said I'm doing the be- the movements better in the gym now because I spent that time nailing my technique in lockdown so 
it's just looking at things in a different way really isn't it absolutely but i think like phil said two things really from this podcast is anything is better than nothing and the best approach is going to be one that you can actually stick to because you enjoy it Mm -hmm. so if you're not enjoying it try something different because what's the point in doing something you don't enjoy exactly and don't think that five minutes isn't enough because if you're doing zero right now it's five minutes more than you was doing now on to everybody's favourite part of the podcast. Everybody's favourite part of the podcast. I'm starting to get excited for it now, you know. Oh, yeah. A little bit nervous at first, like, wondering what it was going to be, but I've realised the calibre of the questions that, you know, a lot are coming in from clients. Some <laughs> of our clients are a bit nuts, so I'm just expecting them to be nuts questions. Yeah. And that's fine. I've got a good one that I really regretted not asking on week one because it was topical at the conversation, so I'm going to ask it now. Oh. Are you ready? Can't find it. Where's it gone? I was, I'm, I'm ready, I think. This one's from Chelsea. Okay. She said, when he washes his face, mm-hmm. where did he wash to? <laughs> his old hairline or all the way back? He <laughs> 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 you started talking about this, like, really close to on the spot in episode one, oh, and I was I? like, oh, should I switch my question? I've regretted it ever since. I was so confused. I was like, why was it topical in week one? Like, was we talking about washing my you, face? I think we were, or something about you being bald or something, and I was like, oh, should I switch it? Where so, do I yeah. stop when I'm washing my... I'll be honest, I just carry on going to the back of my head. <laughs> All the way? My face doesn't stop until I hit the top of my neck at the back, I think. So that's what I do. Interesting question. Go on. What do you... This is kind of like a side question. Mm-hmm. What do you wash your head with? Shampoo. So, <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. Have it. You better put me not do because it's only my expensive shampoo. In. <laughs> it's really good. I get a really big, like, massive dollar. No, you don't. <laughs> no, I use. Um, do you use shower gel or shampoo to wash your head? Just shower gel. Shower gel. Yeah. So just like face all the way back. When do you stop? Uh, back of my head. Somewhere top of my neck. Top of your neck? Yeah. No, so, just... like, I don't stop washing at the top of my neck. I carry on going. But, like, when I'm doing that part of my body, because, like, I, I think we are, like, split up. Like, we don't wash our whole bodies in one go, do we? I suppose we do because we're in the shower, but you know what I mean? Like, we generally, like, do... Doing sections. Yeah. I sections. always sit on my right arm. Do you? Yeah, always. Right. Do you know what distresses me? Oh, right. That you don't have any kind of, like... Face routine. Do, do for to like wash yourself with and I know there's other people out there and it really stresses me out. How would you get a good lather with just your hands? I like do for hands, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, like you can't get a good lather oh, I do. with like just, every time I go to like a hotel and I've not got my like shower scrunchie with me, it really stresses me out. Is that his real name, a doofer? I don't know. No. Shower scrunchie is probably his real name. I prefer the name doofer. Doofer, mm-hmm. yeah. But you, you've got to, um, you've got to do so much more work, and like I don't feel like I've cleaned myself properly. Do you feel like you clean yourself properly with just your hands? Even more so because I think doofers are dirty. Why are they dirty? Because you wash your whole body with them, then just leave them on the side mm, to, really to gather body dirt. I feel like I want a pole. And how I'm gonna often, do a pole after this episode's gone out. How often do you hands change your doofer? How often do you change your doofer? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Every what? That's worrying, isn't it? Yeah. So what you're saying is yeah, but you're putting clean stuff on it every time. So, it's gathered up your this body dirt for like 24 hours since you've played this one. I'm not caked in a <laughs> layer of mud. There's always caked in mud. And then what you do is you, you like gather, 
and then the bacteria grows, I would imagine. And then what happens is you You're rub just excusing the fact that, that dirty doofa all over your body. <laughs> Disgusting. That's what I'm gonna start calling you. Dirty doofa. Jen, dirty doofa K. Okay. <laughs> Disgusting. No, I feel like I need to collect the public's opinion on this one. I use my nice clean hands. Yeah, <laughs> it's clean hands. What's wrong? Doing it with your dirty doofa. Doing it with my dirty doofa. Jen K the dirty doofa. Alright. Well, so we've all discovered that Phil washes... I thought you were just going to say I don't wash my face, if I'm honest. Right. I did at one point manage to convince Phil to buy some kind of facial cleaning product. And that was a waste of time, wasn't it? That oh was gosh, pointless. we've gone on for a long time today, did you know that? Well yeah, because we've been talking about fried eggs and dirty doofers. <laughs> That's what we should have called the podcast. Fried eggs and dirty doofers. Not even the episode, the actual podcast name should have been fried eggs <laughs> and dirty doofers. Not listen, learn and burn. <laughs> and I'll take that back because I thought of the name. Right, so they go Chelsea, cleared up, all the way back. All just keep going, till where I can reach, and I've not got great mobility, so it's just the back of my head. I think you should probably refer to, like, if you properly wash your face, like you should do. If I had a facial routine, I would, to be fair, I've always had a terrible hairline anyway, so <laughs> just my old hairline's my new hairline, it's not really changed. Not halfway back across your head. Yeah, it's just always been, like, halfway across I my head. I always rubbed halfway in my head, so yeah. I just thought I'd keep going there. Maybe that's why I've got a bad hairline. Because you did too much washing. It's too much washing of my forehead. <laughs> uh, I should have done less when I was younger. Let's not blame washing for your forehead. What is it down to then? Genetics. Yeah. Yeah, but bald, isn't Kev's it? bald. Good beard as well. Kev's been listening. Alright, Kev. Hi, Dad. <laughs> I was wondering who was talking about, it's my dad. He has been listening, hasn't he? Yeah. Till this morning, it's to episode two. Excellent. Well, he's got a while then if he gets to episode five. Till he gets to episode five. It's only three more, it's only three weeks and I get there. <laughs> right, anyway. That is us. It is us. Signing off. Signing off. I'm going to go wash my face with uh, Jen's Dirty Doofa. <laughs> <laughs> See you on next week. Bye. Before you go, make sure to hit the link in the podcast notes to update us on how many steps you've done on today's walk whilst listening to us two jabber on. Each week we'll update you on the total number of steps you fantastic listeners have done. And if you haven't already, please don't forget to like the podcast, rate the podcast, subscribe to the podcast, and anything else you can do to the podcast that makes us all really great.